Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebenistas podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Oh, f- Cool. So tell me, what is my tea today? So there's this whole drama. This is like old tea, but it kind of just, it's a gift that keeps giving. Um, <laughs> so apparently... You forgot her name again? Forgot her name again. Okay, sorry. Bitch. Okay. Some yes. bitch. <laughs> so apparently Portia Williams, you know, recently announced that she was engaged to this guy. His name is Simon Guobadia, right? And wow. everyone okay. was really shocked because of a couple things. Um, she was Portia was recently dating or engaged to this guy named Dennis, who's friends with Simon. They're really good friends. They do business deals together. And mm. he cheated on her during her pregnancy big scandal they went to therapy they tried to work things out and then they ended up calling it a day like a few months later okay so then boom a couple months after that she says she's engaged to simon and so the reason why this is such a big deal is because simon was is married at the time to this girl named phelan who was also on the show with portia real housewives of atlanta oh they are messy as fuck as fuck and in their engagement announcement her ex-fiance is on one side of her and her new fiance is on the other side of her and everybody's like but aren't you and Phelan friends and she's like no we were never friends we just did the show together and like and then they went on to do all this messy shit that just irritated everyone because they were like we knew from the first time that we met each other we were like hey guys there were cameras there for that and you were at Phelan's house she's like this is my husband so you knew from that day that you were in love with this woman's husband while you were like with someone else because don't say shit like that if you knew that the circumstances you guys met was a little messy so there was this whole big uproar and everybody was just like girl no like Portia what are you doing like get your life together that's so messed up you know whatever whatever so it gets worse so Phelan decides to schedule this like tell-all online on like YouTube to say like her side of the story and like how unbothered she is by this and all this other stuff and so before she could release it unbothered but let me set up a YouTube talk about it make some money so before she can release that Simon comes and gives this press statement where he's like by the way for all those who are blaming me for all this stuff and saying how I cheat on my wife he's like no we've been separated because she cheated on me with our friend and um so he shows videos of them he's like so for some reason she forgot that i had cameras at my house he's like so while i was out traveling they would arrive home together and then they would try to like run across the grass to hide the cameras he's like i could see all of it i saw him (laughs) coming in and out of my home when i wasn't there and his name was Jalen. and so he and so Jalen was like well look at these messages like he would be like hey do you know where Phelan is and she he would be like oh yeah dog she's with me like we're good don't worry she's okay he's like okay because she's not answering her phone whole time according to Simon Phelan has been messing with this man but like putting him on front street for being with Phaedra hold on how is it that you're texting your best friend and he's like she's with me it's cool like whatever and that's normal like I can understand if like you guys have like something to do like maybe there's a business thing you're doing or whatever but you guys are just chilling, whatever. There's no explanation, like. So why can't she answer her husband's sus. calls, but you can answer my calls? Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was messy. And then he was like, he goes on to say that Phelan is pregnant and like, you know, all this for this guy and all this other stuff. And so they deny it. They're like, oh, we, I never cheated on my husband. This never happened. And Jalen was like, you know, this is wrong. How dare you put my name out here in these streets? I'm not doing nothing like that. This is like maybe two months ago, right? Which is why I said this is old tea, but it's a tea that keeps giving because guess who gave a shout out to his boo, Phelan, on his page, the guy Jalen. I just love her smile. She's just this, she's that. I was like, so are y'all, you guys remember how y'all had said, 
that y'all was not together, but clearly you guys are together. So you are all unbothered by the fact that Simon and her are having a, <laughs> so Simon and her are having a baby. And no. He's... So he, so Simon was saying that his separated wife, Phelan, uh -huh. and this friend of his, Jalen, that they were having a baby together. Okay. So he moved on with Portia and uh -huh. they got engaged. And he was like, this is my forever person. She's the woman I should have been with and all this other stuff. But Phelan was acting as if like, she was just this like super hurt wife. Like, I can't believe he left me for gotcha. this girl. And then now if we come to find out that like, she is indeed with this other man that her ex-husband was in constant communication with. He was supposed to look out for his wife while he was traveling. Oh my God. And it turned into this whole situation. Well, hold on. Didn't you guys ever listen to the R. Kelly song with Mr. Biggs and Kelly Price? You do not let your friend look after your loved one. Like, <laughs> ten out of ten times, they gonna be smashing. I'm just gonna be honest we with y'all. heard song. How you doing, is... Mr. Big? Yeah, yeah. Kelly's telling me that you're sleeping with another woman. Just because of quick... <laughs> no, no, anyway, so... Yeah, that's with... this fucking jam. All yeah, those but... songs, Kelly Price was hitting it with those songs. Like, that was that's what she was there for, unfortunately. Like, I understand that her career, like, didn't go too far after that. But yeah. that's what she was here for. She was here to give us that story. And if y'all... And these are some grown people. These are people way older than us. So I mm -hmm. know you heard that song. Like and trapped in the closet like come on all i'm gonna say is it's messy and it's just it seems like this is all in my opinion it seems that this is all just one big like publicity stunt oh of course and and now they're like portia and simon are like we're gonna have three weddings like we're gonna have like a traditional american one we're gonna have a nigerian one we're gonna have like one that's a two i'm like you guys are doing the most for someone no, who hasn't even been together a year there's yeah. no need for all that you're posting pictures and like the the part that gets to me is literally when they were like oh we were meant to be we knew it from the first one when we laid eyes on each other like you were you were with another wow. man he was like that's trifling anyway so Anyways. that's that's the whole thing well thank you for that tea because you know me i i don't stay in the haps all the time and that's <laughs> a good one that is a very good one i really hope that for whoever is listening that you are not trapped in the closet and that you listen to mr biggs and you're not effing around with your friend's girl because it's not cute not cute but if you have but you know at the same time if you fall in love you fall in love sometimes but don't be messy right like i don't know there's rules obviously but i feel like if they were genuinely in love they were like okay we don't need to get everybody involved in our we're just happy we don't need that public validation like why go so far online yeah like you know the circumstances of of how you guys got together is a little messy yeah you know regardless of who was right or who was wrong so like why why put it all out there and like be so extra you could just be in love and be quiet and that's money, it but you're babe. making money yeah yeah so, you know what honestly though they're laughing all the way to the bank probably all five of them or four of them however many people are involved in this <laughs> they're probably just like four. people are paying for this shit. anyways guys well thanks for uh coming back and hanging out with us we are in season two episode 30 of the ebenistas podcast again of course i am javi and my lovely gorgeous co-host with those banging ass earrings is doreen hey everybody <laughs> those earrings love it nailed it oh you gotta show the people the shirt though too so i also have on a juneteenth shirt and uh you see this <laughs> oh, dope wait. chick and it's an afro okay yeah, an with, afro. Her, with her earrings okay She's so 
Yeah. <laughs> but make sure you guys check out our Amazon page and you can buy these lovely fist earrings or this lovely Afro Juneteenth shirt that I got and give us a little kickback, you know, just Ooh. go to our website and uh, go to Amazon and buy it. Yeah, I like that. Look at you plug that in. Anyway, so guys, um, in addition to that, to our Amazon page, we are going to be doing something fun uh, probably for the rest of the show because I guess we were trying to deny how much we love our drinks a little bit. And just a like we tried to take a step back and then we were like but it's such a great part of who we are in our friendship anyways <laughs> it is i, I mean like that sounds great no but like okay so the first few times that we hung out actually a lot of the times when we hang out there's i mean we're adults you know yeah. we're allowed to drink socially yeah but we've had plenty of like sober moments oh. where we still had fun we have we have a lot of souls little, little. obviously we have a lot not. of souls so obviously not sober right now. Anyways, guys, so we love our drinks and my middle name is Lush, don't judge me. But what we're gonna do is we wanna know what's in your glass when you're listening to and watching the Ebenistas. Um, so if you have a drink suggestion for us, um, we want you to send it over to us. You can go over to our website, ebenistas.com and go ahead and send us a suggestion. If you want to keep our glasses filled and you just, maybe you don't have a drink to suggest, but you want to make sure that we keep our cups filled, you can hang over, <laughs> head over to our Patreon and uh, put a little donation. You can go into yeah. our tier. You can, there's different tiers. You get different kickbacks for that. Some of them are even like guest spots on the show, which I think is pretty cool. We'll talk about what you want to talk about, all that fun stuff. So just want to keep that in there and let you guys Cheers. know what's up. Ooh, look at that glass, girl. Look at that glass. <laughs> Hi, guys. Jabby here. For the last year or so, I've really started to up my self-care game. I'm always in the hunt for plant-based, cruelty-free, all-natural products and I finally found Urban Hydration. Using natural ingredients such as hemp, aloe vera, and lavender, you can choose from so many products to match your preference to care for your skin, hair, and body. Their vanilla premium bath and body set is amazing. It smells so yummy. Follow the link on the sponsors page at ebenesis.com and treat yourself. So today we kind of wanted to talk about society versus black women. It seems like it is open season on black women in terms of what we can do, how we can wear our hair, what we can wear over our hair, what outfits we can wear, how we're allowed to speak, what we're allowed to speak on publicly. It just seems like it's open season on black women. And I don't mean just by like people who are outside of our race. I mean, a lot of these people who have these criticisms are black women themselves. Mm -hmm. And this idea that we have to be constantly policed and we have to remain in this small little box, you know, and that's what's socially acceptable. Um, it makes me really upset. So today we're going to kind of talk about why that's happening and who's been saying some stuff, particularly, ugh, I'll try that again, particularly about uh, <laughs> Monique and the whole bonnet, bonnet thing that she's going through where she's just like, you should wear bonnets outside of the house. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I hope you guys enjoy this and, you know, let us know what you think about us, you know, talking about this on socials. Yes. So, um... I would love if you could like give it back to me. Let me know because I initially did not know about this whole thing with Monique. Again, I'm not in the haps. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I'm taking it back to the uncool episode we did. Episode three, guys, season one. Um, so tell me what happened with Monique. What shit is she talking? So basically she just released, Monique has always been a controversial figure. Yes. She's always had a lot to say. She's very vocal. You know, she had that whole um, Ooh, back and forth. thing. 
yeah, where she got blacklisted and then she had a special on Netflix and then she said that they were not willing to pay her. And she has had some genuine issues with being an older black, larger woman in, you know, like in Hollywood, in Hollywood right? Yeah. So she has a lot to say about a lot of things. And I think that in dealing with some of the hurdles that she's gone through, she felt like if I behave this way, if I did this, people were more likely to accept me. And so I think my opinion, this is what led to this conversation of, you know, we as black women need to do better and not wear bonnets out of the house. She's like, it's unacceptable. Um, you know, it makes us look, you know, ghetto and all this other stuff. So she had this whole video and everyone was just, you know, some people were like, yes, I agree. Stop wearing bonnets out the house. It looks trashy. Um, other people are like, why do you care? Mind your business. If you, ch so I'm on part, I'm part of that team. Yeah. If I, and no one is forcing me to put a bonnet on my head and walk out the house, I don't personally do it, but I don't also judge others for wearing bonnets outside the house. One, I do not have to go home with you and comb your hair. So I'm gonna mind my business. Um, <laughs> cause, cause we all know that natural life and just dealing with black girl hair life is <sighs> not easy. It takes a lot of work. You have to detangle and deep condition and trim and, you know, and then put it overnight and then Listen. twist and then untwist. And then you, it's crazy. It's so, not just people doesn't understand it is when we say hair wash day and you hear us joking about it that is the joke is it hurts so much because it is hair wash day 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 and overnight because you can't you gotta uh there's just so much I, we need to have an episode on that by the way <sighs> yeah so uh, just a funny story i remember i was talking recently to someone i work with and um and I was trying to explain to her, she just moved to Atlanta. And I was like, hey, like, do you have a snack? Do you have your computer? If you have any work to do, like bring that, like make sure you're fully fed, like don't go in there with a bad attitude because you're gonna wait. And so the other lady was like, why are you making such a big deal? She's not a child. She knows what she's doing. She's gotten her hair done before. I was like, Atlanta hairstylists are nothing, nothing like what you're used to. They do not care about your time. Nope. They do not care. They value every minute of their time. They give you so many rules. It is ridiculous. I'm gonna post something on our social media. So you, like, it's a joke but it, it's kind of real they're like you can't be 15 minutes late that's 30 minutes if you're more than 15 minutes late I cancel your appointment and keep your deposit and then if you don't if you don't like your hair you need to tell me before you leave your seat or else it doesn't matter and if you send me a picture and I recreate that picture and you don't like it that's your problem um you can't bring kids you can't bring this you can't bring that um yeah it's just crazy it is legit just crazy um and so I was telling I was telling her this and she was like I'm fine and the next day she walks in and she was like, you were right. Um, <laughs> I was there. She was, so so my, the other lady was like, did it take as long as she said? She's like, it took longer. It was eight hours. I was there for eight hours. Yeah. And I was like, remember how I had told you? Do you remember? If only someone would have warned you. Yeah. Um, but I was like, it's, it's different here. And when I first got here, I was like, no. So have I worn bonnets to get my hair done? Absolutely. Because yeah. you have to come with it washed and blow dried and all this other stuff. And I'm not going to try to tame that for a couple, you know, for a 15 minute car ride. Nope. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Mess. It's, I, I just find it really interesting that it's Monique miss doing interviews in yoga clothing. And I could swear we've seen you in a bonnet too, or at least with your hair, like, you know, in the, the stage, right? Like in the transition stage, right? You're telling other black women that they need to stop wearing bonnets? Like, where do you get off? Like, what makes you like the spokesperson? The spokesperson for telling anyone, nonetheless, no one should be telling anyone how they should look on a day to day. We all know it, right? We all know that what we wear um, 
promotes a certain image to people, yeah. right? But it's within you as an adult to choose that decision. Like, you don't need to go out there and tell other people how they should be or shouldn't be, especially black women. Like, it's literally, we understand, like, I mean, the most where I see, like, the bonnet thing, I, I personally, again, I don't wear bonnets out either, but I know, like, mainly when I see it, I'm like, oh, that girl just, like, she probably just washed her hair, you yep. know? She probably had to run out, especially when you see go to the hair store, you see girls with their bonnets everywhere, you know, tied up, scarves, like, yep. whatever they need to do, because sometimes what ends up happening, oh, shit, I forgot to get more hair. So have you ever gone to the store like, you know, half did, half not did? Like, <laughs> I have many, many times, oh, this isn't the right hair or I started and it, it doesn't look great or this is not the right color. Yeah. It, and so I had to go back with like my hair half braided or half twisted. And I just, I mean, that is a safe place for us, right? Yes. Like, you know, to that point, Tammany Roman, do you remember her from Real World um, San Diego? She had the wow. short hair, light eyes, and she was the one who, like, the black guy, he dragged, Eric, I think he dragged the blanket off of her while they were, like, joking around, and she was, like, naked underneath, and then, oh. girl, and then she had an abortion on air, it was the first time, like, they had ever, like, walked someone through that process, wow. but anyway, so she's on one of these new shows, Love and Hip Hop, Real Housewives, somewhere, but she okay. actually does something called the Bonnet Chronicles, where she wears her bonnet, mm -hmm. and she gives advice on life, and things that she thinks about society, things that are going on, and it's supposed to be this, like, real time, where she's like, I am completely stripped away from my famous persona, and I'm just me having a conversation from woman to woman, yeah. and I think that the Bonnet Chronicles is, it kind of captures that moment where, like, in the hair salon, we do not look good. We look good when we walk out, but we do not look good during that process. And it's a safe space. So wearing a bonnet can sometimes just be that you are just you being your normal self. No, I was going to start, you know, start the conversation about just in general how society polices black women is just that's an ongoing thing, right? Like this is not anything new or whatever. It's not like we haven't experienced other black women either criticizing us um, or criticizing their own or black men for that matter. Ooh. Um, which is really hurtful, but it's a lot more, I feel like it's a lot more hurtful when it comes from another woman, because it's like, you understand, first of all, what it's like to be a woman and how hard it is on a day-to-day -day basis to be faced with this constant need to look perfect, you know, mm -hmm. and want to be the best you and how society doesn't let you live it down. You can have one bad hair day and society will rip you apart. They will be like, oh, that person doesn't care about themselves. No, 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 she can't come back from that. You know what I mean? And it's just really hard. So I just find it really interesting. And again, this is not anything new, but black women are constantly being penalized for how they look, how they talk, how they dress, like their shape, their natural God-given shape but you put it on a white girl and all of a sudden it's like, if you remember white chicks, yeah. uh, Terry Cruz's character and yeah. he's like, Ooh, I love a white girl with a black girl's ass. <laughs> like, it's like, do you, but no, you don't see where it, okay. <laughs> um, it's so painful. It is. And, um, you know, I had seen something that showed up like a few days ago, like on baller alert. And this woman had posted in Columbus, Ohio, she posted a picture of her OBGYN's office and the sign said no pajamas no slippers and no bonnets who do you think that was meant for hmm. that wasn't meant for the white girls or you know that was meant for black women and they're basically trying to say like no ghetto girls allowed what which about is, the trucker hats they, no there was it didn't say <laughs> no hats no bonnets 
And so it's just crazy that like, why do you feel like that's okay to say that's your dress code, you know, and it's, it's completely unfair. And it's, and especially when black men do it, I agree with you. I think that's when I have a really hard time where guys are like, I need a girl who has white toenails, who gets her hair done. Her eyebrows are good. She looks good with and without makeup. Um, you know, she doesn't wear bonnets outside the house. She, I'm like, this is not build a bitch, you know, and so <laughs> that's not, that's not what this is. Um, so my ex, when we first started living together, oh, no. this is like, I don't know, six, seven years ago, um, he, I would go to sleep with my bonnet and he was like, I really don't like that bonnet. It's not sexy. It's not attractive. It doesn't make you look good. I don't understand why you always have to wear it to go to bed. Like, I don't want, you know, and I was like, okay, bet. And I didn't argue or explain. I slept the next night without my bonnet on. And when I woke up, I looked like a wildebeest. My hair was in every which direction. I love it. It was impossible to tame. It was horrible. He was like, oh, okay, I see I messed up. And for the rest of our relationship, if I went to sleep without my bonnet, he would happily go get that for me and put it on my head as I slept because he knew he didn't want to wake up next to that beast in the morning. So unless you're going to comb my hair, shut the fuck let me wear up. my bonnets. Shut it up. Shut it up. That's really funny. And I think it takes a lot, first of all, for any, for any person, like when you strip down to, I think what I'm trying to say is when you strip down to your nakedness, right? Like for anyone, you're trusting your spouse or your loved one to love you as you at the end yeah. of the day. And that is, a, you know, girls, you know, you're taking off your makeup, you're, you know, taking out lashes, da da da. You were like that first time that you take off all that makeup and all that stuff, or you wake up next to that person, that new person, the anxiety like it's so crazy about like oh my god are they gonna like what i look like are they gonna be accepting of this like da 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 and you know what <sighs> i mean we all gotta do it but i i don't think it's fair that like we are held to such a high standard and again men but y'all can look tore the fuck up and you guys get you get you can get a 15 dollars haircut and you're like i'm good i'm like do you know how much it costs like i, I asked this question do you know how much a bra costs for me because when you tell me all the things that I have to do to myself in order to be your girl or for you to be interested in me, are you gonna, are, I'm not asking you to pay for it, but like it, my, my bra is 50 bucks. You can get a three pack of underwear for 13. You do not get to tell me what I put on my body. Thank like you. to get my nails done, that's like $64. And I'm not just talking about my, like my Manny and Petty, that would be just my nails. Yeah. So you you don't you, there's no equivalent to that really yeah. for men so you guys don't get to make a lot of rules and say well you have to be this in order to be accepted i think yeah. it's unfair like let me circle back to the pregnancy thing you have yeah. you've, you've been pregnant oh, yeah. were your feet swollen oh, girl okay horrible. was it hard for you to get around and get up and look cute especially towards the end of your pregnancy oh my god horrible absolutely horrible so imagine your OBGYN saying you need to look your best when you come in here or else you don't need to be here. No slippers for those swollen feet yeah. that can't fit into your regular shoes. You can't wear pajamas, even though that's Pajama. comfortable. You're just coming for like a quick ultrasound. You're not allowed. You're not allowed because we said so. And that is unacceptable. Stop telling black women the boxes that we have to fit in to yeah. be accepted by your cultural norms. We are yeah. not the same and we, and it's okay. And that's okay. Like we don't need to be policed. We have enough. No. Women we have, have enough. enough. Going on. Especially black women. Like we already know that like we're, we don't need other black women, Monique and other women who agree with her and black men to be looking at us and just criticizing us. And I get, okay. So here's the thing where, what I, where I understand what she's saying is that she wants us collectively 
to look put together and like you know pre present a better I don't know part of themselves or your best self to the world right everyone wants to do that right we all do but there's a time and a place and honestly I don't have to be on for you all the time I am not a celebrity I am an everyday person and I don't I again I personally do not go out in pajamas but you know what do I go out in just sometimes a jeans and a regular ass t-shirt and like my converses yeah I'm sorry what do you go out in jeans a jeans jeans my jeans no but like do you say like singular jeans no jeans. okay okay thank okay all right i was like wait, is that something that you say like i i'm wearing a pair of, or like you know pair of jeans but you don't say a jeans no 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 okay. no no definitely not that would be weird okay <laughs> crazy not that crazy um but yeah like that's i guess maybe that would be my equivalent right of like dressing down and maybe not looking at my best of whatever so who but who the fuck cares like so are we a little judgy sometimes of women who don't necessarily meet our standard i i wish i could say that i am perfect and i never judge anybody i talk shit sometimes i'm a shit talker it's what i do i don't think that you're less than me necessarily i'm just like i had a neighbor who always wore a bonnet or her hair was wrapped up i did not know i lived next to this woman for three years went to her house like intermingled with her never saw her real hair until the one time I ran into her at the gas station mm -hmm. and I remember her boyfriend coming to complain about it he was just like she doesn't put any effort like as soon as she gets home like that bra gets off she ties up her hair she puts no effort into making me feel like she's attractive mm -hmm. and I'm like she got like five kids though like she's doing all that she can to keep her hair looking like that I know why she has her hair wrapped up you know, yeah. it's because she doesn't have the time to run after her kids, get it all sweaty and then get it done again. So she yeah. wraps it up. But I, w I remember judging her a little bit. And that's why I'm saying I'm not perfect. Yeah. I remember being like, damn, girl, like, do you ever just wear your hair out? Like, are you ever going to dress up? Like, just switch it up every now and then, you yeah. know, just just. But as I, I was younger and more immature then and now I'm older and I'm like, that's that's not fair. That's unnecessary. I think it's unnecessary. Um, But I do to his point, though. And this is just for me personally, and maybe this is, um, and I, I'm not going to be as crazy as what I was taught, quote unquote, but um, the whole idea that of what I learned was that you, even though you have children um, or whatever, the, the fact of the matter is that your spouse signed up to be married to the person that they fell in love with, right? And of course we grow and we change, like that is totally acceptable, whatever. But I think when you change too much and mm -hmm. you like really, unless it's like, you know, a dire situation, whatever, five kids, honestly, that's pretty dire to me. But I understand what he's saying where he's just like, maybe he used to know, like, she at least would comb her hair. You know what I mean? At least run a brush through it. You know, maybe she would pop on some lip gloss every once in a while, you know, something like that, you know? Um... I, because I personally, sometimes I find myself panicking about stuff like that too. And I'm like, oh my God, like, have I let myself go too much with Bill? Like he comes home sometimes and I'm like in the same house dress and I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, at least I want to wake up. At least I want to like change my clothes, put on some jeans and like make it look like I put some kind of effort into my day. Do I do it every day? Mm -hmm. No. Like this is honest truth. And I've only got one kid. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's hard out here, but I understand, you know? But it's give and take. I have a question. So I read recently the of study of done of like families that have kids mm -hmm. and they all they asked them, hey, like they all had three kids and above. They said, what number of children was the hardest for you 
And they all said having one child was the most difficult thing that they've ever had to do because you are their parent, you are their playmate, you are their confidant, you are their their toy, you are their their climbing board. Like they, you are their whole world. And so you can't not do anything. And they said, when you have two, like they can kind of watch each other, they can play with each other. They don't necessarily need as you as much as their friend and everything. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So five, I'd be like, but still with five, I mean, like in her particular situation, you're still doing a lot. I mean, still lots of yeah. running around, depending on the ages too, who's going to school, where, who's got to do this, Ooh. where. Okay. So T real quick, T oh, real quick, T real it. quick. Um, so how about um, her oldest was like a pyromaniac and he kept on lighting shit on fire. So I was like, that lady is stressed. <laughs> she is stressed. I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. Until we get this <sighs> under control. I'm gonna need you to back the fuck up. Second of all, and if it's that much of a concern for you, this is just a PSA for spouses that think that their loved one has gone a little too far for your taste, maybe. PSA, why don't you give them something to fucking dress up for? Facts. I had a guy in Denver and we were dating casually and he was just like, I see all these dresses. I had an open closet. So he's like, I see all these like beautiful dresses. How come you never wear those for me? Because you come to my house and we just sit here and listen to music. Like, why am I dressing up to be at yeah. home? Yeah. Take me somewhere to warrant those outfits and then I will dress up, but we're not gonna chill here. And then like, I, every girl goes through this. So, I feel like every, or at least every like girl, male, like however, someone has gone through this, right? Where your spouse is like, but, because I have the same thing with you. Like I have a ton of like really nice dresses and like these cocktail dresses and you know, whatever. And skirts, I love skirts, but like, where am I going? Like if we're just gonna go to our regular restaurants, yeah, I might dress up, I might put on like jeans and a nice top or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. I don't see you taking me like sometimes to certain places. And I'm just like, why am I gonna do that? Like, I'm not gonna wear my pinup dress like to anywhere. <laughs> like that pinup dress cost no. me like X couple hundred not dollars. Doing... Like get the fuck out of here. Not, not doing it. <laughs> You know those great conversations you have with your friends? That's how the Ebenistas got started. We kept having all these great conversations and we really wanted to share it with others. With people talking more and more on video and on the phone than they ever have been, keep in mind that podcasts are really just conversations that you're having with a silent audience. So why not use Squadcast to start your own podcast? Have you been listening to the Ebenistas like, I could do that? Yeah, you can, girl. Or guy, whatever. Visit Ebenista's sponsored page and start your free trial today. They make it easy. So even if you're just a beginner looking to try something new, Squadcast is for you. So I remember um, there was a whole thing with Cardi B recently where like she was she was she was recording a video and her daughter kind of like snuck in <laughs> and she was listening to like WAP or something. And, or some song and she was like oh no, i remember that no turn it off turn it off and people are like well if you're proud of your music she's like i'm still a mother don't get this persona for, that's for you guys that is not for my child mm-hmm. um and like you know i don't need you constantly criticizing me telling me if i did it, it would have been a problem if i didn't do it it's a problem this whole thing of no matter what we do it's not enough it's too much it's too sexual it's not sexual enough um like do you remember aisha curry went through that whole thing where she's married to steph curry and she mm. she made a comment They've been together since they were like in high school. They were in a church group together. They got married, they had kids. And she said she felt a little upset because 
no one ever said like this is my woman crush wednesday you know she's like no one ever desires me you know my husband does and i love him and i'm grateful for that but no one ever desires wow. me outside of that window and they tore her to shreds yeah. and i'm like how can you not understand that she just doesn't feel sexy it's not about wanting to be with a man that's not exactly. her husband it's about feeling desired yeah. period um, and so she lost a bunch of weight and she did all this stuff and but people really were upset like why do you care you're married you should only worry about your husband that's not that's not yeah. fair when a guy gives you that look like damn girl you feel yeah. good a little bit you do let's being objectified in a non-confrontational non-aggressive way can sometimes be a little boost to the Listen, ego i had this conversation I've, I've had this conversation with you and when i noticed like the decline in getting the male gaze and this was even before baby and I remember I was like, I'm getting old. Like, you know, my body isn't as tight as it used to be because like, damn, I'm just saying high school jabby. I was like, I didn't know what I had. <laughs> we never know what we had until we're older and we didn't know what to do with it. Like, yep. you're just like, God damn it. <laughs> but like, you know, and then all of a sudden I started getting older and like, you, it, it was just weird. Like all of a sudden, like things changed and maybe and again I, I remember talking to some friends and they were like you know maybe it's because you know with the air the people that we hang out with and the groups where we go to like they know you they know like x y and z you know whatever and I'm like that's cool right but i'm just talking about strangers on the street because i used to get like strangers on the street like stairs and i was just like well that, that shit doesn't happen anymore the last time i got hit on i'll tell you this was in public how old is xavier it's gonna be two maybe two and a half years ago three years ago and I was at a bar, um, like same local bar that I typically would go to. And just this random guy just started talking to me. We we're sitting out having a drink. And he like hit on me. And I was like, wow, I haven't been hit on in like five years publicly. Like, thank you. Thank you. This is going to be a no thank for you me. Thank so much. But like. <laughs> oh, no. Like, yeah. I. I don't want to be with but you like at you. all. And but the like, fact that you're actually good looking you. and not a creep. That's what I mean when we say hit on. We mean like. Is it not this creepy like old guy and like some sleazy thing but anyways i feel like we diverted a little bit <laughs> but a lot it ties it. in back um, to but that's how okay. we value women right like what they look like all these things and it's just yeah. like why and then why aren't we desirable with our bonnets on why not you know you see your girlfriend every day and then yeah. like to go back to like why it's like the, the obgyn's office when they're like that and i was like why not trucker hats? Why not the, the, the college sweater that Amy's wearing and her hair is all disheveled and she just woke up because she had a rager the night before? Like, what about that? You know, are you going to tell her that it's unacceptable? Like... I mean, even in the army, you know, they have all those rules for hair, like, oh, dreads are really distracting and they can cause, they can get tangled up with things. So we don't allow that. We don't allow like extensions. We don't, I'm like, it's funny how all the hairstyles that you don't allow are typically. only hairstyles that. Typically, I would have. say that because now everyone's catching on to extensions yeah. and wigs and all that stuff. Just, just, just to be you're sure. You're right, girl, you're right, but you're right. honestly, because I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years, because it's caught on the way that it has for other cultures outside of black culture, that they're like, oh, we don't care about hair anymore. It's fine. Guys, it's fine. And it's, I have another one. So there was a whole thing. Oh God, this is like maybe a year or two ago or during COVID where Meek Mill had posted something and he was like how he hates to deal with women who wear wigs. 
and lace fronts. And you know, that's all the rage for like a protective style right now. A lot of women wear them and they look great in them. Others not yes. so great, but like we all have to figure this Best out, friend. right? Like you, you work on your hairstyles. It, it's not just, you don't just wake up and know what you're gonna do with your hair and what looks good. And so, and a lot of guys are like, yeah, I hate girls with wig. Those laces be looking terrible. They, I'm like, do you know how much they cost though? Do you know how much they cost? Like you could not, you couldn't afford it. <laughs> like Sacrifice. you don't know what she's doing to try to look good for society and it's still like no we don't want you to look like this we don't all have and if you look at a lot of black women in like commercials and stuff they all look very ambiguous. specific they're either racially ambiguous or they're very like mixed looking or if they're just regular black they have that very particular hair texture that's sort of like really pretty curls and coils and it's very rare that you see someone with like a 4c or 4b on tv within their natural state and so they're telling us, you are not good enough this way. You need to be this way. You need to look this way. And the traits that they want us to embody are the rarest traits yeah. that you can find in society. So how do you meet an impossible standard of beauty? How do you meet all of these unspoken rules that people keep on coming up with when it comes to what black women can and cannot so do I just to, to be point, socially though. accepted? Um, although we're talking about like how society treats us and being presentable for the public eye, things like that. This is not to say that if you do go out every day with your hair did, your makeup did, clothes done, whatever, that you are doing it for society. That is not it. You are doing this real. I put on makeup, when I decide to put on my makeup, I'm doing it because it makes me feel comfortable. Like, I don't do it for my husband. Yes. I've always liked makeup. Like, typically, like, it, it's, it's what you like to do. Like, my sister, so my little sister, she loves lashes, right? And she loves big, dramatic lashes. And someone could look at her, and I personally looked at her sometimes, I'm like, bitch, it's too much. But you know what? The, the fact of the matter is she's not doing it for me. And I think she still looks gorgeous either way. I'm like, she still has her same personality. She, bad body, like <laughs> like Barbie over here. But like, but she's doing it for her. And it makes her feel a certain type of way. It makes her feel the, her yeah. best self. And you know what? Do it. Who is, who is to sit there and tell you that you can't? Like... It's nobody's fucking business, again, yep. Monique, and any other haters out there. But for the women that feel like they have to do it for society or, and for a man or anyone else, you don't. You don't have to. As long as it makes you happy, no. like, go for it. And if you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you want to go out with your natural hair, go out with that natural hair. Like, do what you got to do. Like. Yeah. So in, in wrapping things up, um, I'm going to say this. I think that we have enough rules and we have enough division and we have enough people telling us that they don't want us. They don't like to look at us. They don't like to hear us. They don't want to see us in these spaces. We have enough adversity. Don't yeah. add it to your own community. Like let's embrace, let's support, let's stop trying to judge. And when I say that I'm speaking to myself as well. Um, you know, let's embrace, let's support. And when I see a beautiful woman or a woman who has some great shoes, a good hairstyle, I'm like, girl, yes, sis, you look amazing. And I always give them a compliment, not because I, it makes me feel better, but because I want her to yeah. know I see you shining yeah. and I want you to shine brighter knowing that I see you, you know? And so <laughs> that's the kind of energy that I want us to put back into black women is that love, that sense of community and like oneness. Like we are all representation of our culture and we can we can rock that by wearing bonnets by getting hair braids by wearing an afro by straightening our hair by wearing wigs we none of that defines who we are so do you be the best you and you know 
Stop tearing we down other women. It's a waste of time. Of black women. <laughs> there you go. There's my spiritual for the day. <laughs> I was over here like praise, praise, <laughs> little black Jesus, praise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so no, do you have anything that you want to add, Jabby? That in there. That love is love. You know, just like you said, we see you girls. We see you shine in. Whenever I do, I mean, you always know when you see another black person, you do the nod. I see you, even if you, we don't do the nod, I see you. And we're here to support each other. So, yep, I'm good, girl, that yeah. was great. I feel better, like, I like that, that was good. Good, good. So um, as we wrap up, we wanna thank you for joining us for another wonderful episode of the Ebenezer's Podcast. Please follow, like, subscribe, share, pay it forward to someone else. If you like what we're talking about and you have feedback, we had one great viewer that reached out to us and was like, hey, I want you guys to talk about this. And that episode is coming up very shortly. So thank you for your feedback. We listen, we hear you. If you want more of something or you want less of something, let us listen, know bro, so we can like give you what you like, need. We need to calm down a little bit. Like we're not gonna give you everything <laughs> that you may want and need within reason. I mean, <laughs> as long as it's within podcast, reason in relationship like, podcast, like, we're not we're not gonna start an OnlyFans. Like we we're not we're not we're not gonna do that. <laughs> okay, maybe Jabby will. Um but this chick over here, Haitian parents and all will page. not be. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys. Uh follow us the underscore Benices on Instagram. Yeah. Um yeah, great. That's it. That's all I have. So Bye y'all. Thank bye. you. The Ebenezer's podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Jabby and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.